Fast forward a few years and things are slightly different. This is um, Florida Wrestling from 1987, which is around the time that it um, disappeared, is my understanding. And um, it was sold to a, um, to a selection of people, uh, one of which was, I think, Dusty Rhodes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the case. It's not like the 1980, was it 1984 one that I saw? Gordon Soley and the desk and all of that. This is a bit different because you've got, as an anchor man, as he keeps calling himself, Steve Cairn. Skinner, the Skinner, the, Ele- uh, the Everglades man, remember, in WWFE, but also very popular in Florida. And uh, he's here to call the matches but also to interview people and do all sorts. And he, kept, he keeps saying, you know, it's the first time I've done this. It's unusual for me. It does a really good job, but it's a bit strange having him doing all of this when he's not really used to it or experienced in it. It smacks of someone saying, go on, you do it. We haven't got anybody to do it. You do it. And um, as... When he speaks to Mike Graham later, Mike will be in a in a match during this uh, during this hour-long program. It's not a very good match. I don't know who he's fighting against because Steve's commentary sometimes is a little indistinct. Match doesn't go long. We don't need to talk about it too much. But the interview afterwards, he says, "You know, you're you're still a wrestler, aren't you, Steve? Because uh, you've got some tag team matches coming up." Well, I don't know why he's doing the the commentary thing. Actually, his little piece with, um, with Mike Graham, because they do know each other very well, and he talks Mike up in the ring, says how lovely he is, and they do have a good, do have a good time. He says, I hope he, doesn't, I hope he doesn't laugh, you know, when we're over here, you know, because clearly they get on. And, and that's quite nice, but there is a sense that... Well, there's a couple of things, really. There's a sense that this isn't working properly. And um, in 1987 which is towards the end of its run, there's a sense that it... that this, I suppose, weekly programming doesn't have great action in its matches, but but it should have, because you, you open with Kevin Sullivan talking about Black Jack Mulligan, but, but calling him Bob Windham and talking about his, his son, Barry, and... Um, and the family and all that and saying that I've been left alone because I've been because Black Jack Mulligan's been run out of, of Florida and, and been run out by the sheep herders who you might know as the bushwhackers in WWF whoa yeah well they were a far nastier um, tag team in the independence before then and um, and the folks Terry and Dory. So they're, they're big signings. And uh, there's quite a lot of NWA stuff here, you know, with uh, the, the big flair promo and um, you'll get Dusty Rhodes promo halfway through. He'll be on this programme um, in a, on, on a video piece halfway through. More of that in a minute. But um, it's strange, really, because you've got Kevin Sullivan alone in the in the in the crowd and it, it, when his credit is flashed up it's just Kevin Sullivan Prince of Darkness 
Oh, I just, just call him the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> He's clearly some kind of tweener at this time. And um, with these two big signings, you know, the sheep herders, the funks, you would expect that business would be ablaze. But it just doesn't seem to be. You've got Funk versus, uh, Terry Funk that is, versus Tim Horner um, as the first match on here. Bill Alfonso is the ref. Tim Horner's not there, so Mike Rotunda, or Mike Rotundo is coming in. And uh, it's actually all right. You get three slams um, early on from Mike. Uh, Funk bails, and the wonderful thing is he's got a real sense of humour and selling he does a thing where he, he bails, but he's sort of punching at air, so looking like he's completely discombobulated. He's got a pair of sort of leather fringed uh, trousers on. He's trying to get those off and uh, and falling over doing it. So the crowd are enjoying that. Later on in the match, he'll be put. He'll be thrown out to the to the outside, and there'll be a, there's a curtain there, and he gets caught up in that. It's lovely work, really lovely work. Um. He comes back in this match, you know, with some punches. Then Dory comes in, Sullivan comes in, and they keep. And then Sullivan and um, and oh no, Terry and uh, Kevin Sullivan are fighting um, outside the ring. And we keep cutting to where they should be. Only there's no light there, so you cut into a black screen. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. It doesn't quite work. It all breaks down to a DQ in the end, but um, it's not a great match. Even though Terry Funk is putting some really good work in. You know, when it's on fire, it's on fire. And even if you've got loads of really good people in it. I mean, I've got some good people here. Um, if it's not working, it's not working, is it? You've got Johnny Ace then with um, some girls on the beach. It's a little promo piece. He's talking about, yeah, I like the girls. And yeah, I'm all man and all that kind of stuff. It's not ideal. We can't really see it. It's too far away. It's too dark. It's too indistinct. Apparently, he satisfies the wants and desires of women. I don't think we see him doing that on the promo. But even if we did, I wouldn't be able to tell because I can't really see what's going on. Then we've got the Sheep Herders with Johnny Ace versus the Cuban Connection. Ricky Santana and the Cuban Assassin, I think, for the Tag Team Championship because the Sheep Herders have that championship. Fonz is the ref again. You've got Luke with some punches. The punches traded. Crimson Mask. The Cuban Assassin, I think it is, is busted open. Then Luke's busted open. And eventually, what the Cuban connection do is take the Sheep Herders flag. So you're not bothered about the Tag Team Championships then. You just take those and go, do you? Maybe you thought you were on the losing way and that's it, really. Then we've got a promo for, for Dusty. Because he's showing us... A match from ages ago. Jack Briscoe versus Bill Watts. But with Bill and Gordon Soley talking about the match. And Bill Watts actually um, really explaining in a heelish way what's happening. Which is really good. And I think with Gary Hart with hair um, at ringside. It's really a rather good match. And I, I really enjoyed seeing it. But why would you watch it? Or why would you put it on? It makes you think... You haven't got enough material here. Anyway, we've got the, the Mike Graham match that I mentioned earlier, which is all right. He works the ankle and the leg, gets a figure four for the pin. There'll be a, apparently a support concert for Eddie Graham coming up in the next couple of days at this time. Um, 
And then we get the a Terry and a Dory, uh, a, a, um, a Dory Funk promotion. Terry is so good. You know, we know his promos are good, but it's wonderful to see them. He does the fake emotion thing. You know, oh, Dusty, oh, your blonde hair. Oh, it's, it's great. Really well done. And, you know, seek this out on YouTube because um, it's, it, it's worth seeing just for that. It's beautiful. His brother's given a bit of work later on. He's more, you know, I've got the belt and I won't be losing it. But Terry's extraordinary. I mean, he's, he's given about 10 minutes and he fills every one of those minutes. Beautiful. Next, we've got the Samurai Warriors who are two big dudes with them um, all in red, but with um, those kind of headbands on. Uh, their versus, I don't know. We've got an abdominal stretch, a, a quite bad double gut buster and a sort of cross-faced chicken wing for the, for the win. Of course, it's the Samurai Warriors who win. They're being pushed as kind of karate type people even though they do none of those moves and it ain't good and then we've got Sullivan versus I don't know this is the problem you see it just looks like you're bringing in people we don't know about it's all squashes there's a Sullivan clothesline goes out to the crowd who scatter there's a double stomp to the belly um, his opponent's a rangy young guy. Don't know who he is. He's not announced by Steve Kern. And then we've got Sullivan out doing a, an interview, screaming for Funk, but saying, I want to say one final thing. Dusty Rhodes, where are you? Looks angry. Leaves. It has all the makings of something you really want to see. It looks like, it looks like it's all falling down. They're all coming out to, to attack Sullivan. He's got no one to help him. And you've got the Sheep Herders and the Funk Brothers. Not the musical duo, the um, the wrestling duo. It should be something really special, but it isn't. It just looks like it's been not thrown together, but that there's a lack of care and attention to it. I shall see more of this, and I'll keep picking bits from different eras because I really like that. But this just shows <sighs> it's a bit ragged around the edges, but the intention. It's fantastic. Ta-ta.